What up, what up, what up? Jay Crypto in the house once again. And today we're going to be talking about a few NFT projects on Cardano. Uh, so far, the NFT market on Cardano, the state of NFTs on Cardano, in my opinion, is we have seen a lot of new projects, number one. So we're getting a lot of traction from new adoption, which creates this murky, watered environment where it's a little bit tougher to see which projects are good projects and which projects aren't great projects, things of that nature. I think when I'm going to start to talk more about which projects I like and don't like, I'm probably going to be doing that around the same time that smart contracts and dApps become more prevalent. Because back when I used to cover Binance Smart Chain, same kind of deal happened where, and it's interesting how Cardano launched NFTs before smart contracts um, in, in mass, essentially. But I started with Binance Smart Chain when I did a lot of my market research on dApps and NFTs because it was kind of this place that skipped art nfts like if you notice binance smart chain nfts usually most of them are tied to an actual dap whereas in uh, in ethereum on OpenSea, there's a lot of nft projects that had no dap i mean think of crypto punks think of uh, i want to say cool cats or board eight yacht club they created things afterwards but they didn't start tying it into a dap so that being said, I think we're going to have murky waters for a little stretch here to see like, okay, what projects are good, what projects aren't. And that time, I'm just going to be continuing to kind of talk about some projects that look interesting to me. Um, also showing you just the statistics and kind of seeing where we're heading, where we're going, things of that nature. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Okay. So I just shared my screen. Hopefully you guys can see that. Now remember, this is not financial advice, nothing like that. So let's go to the three-day. You can see that ADA volume peaked out. But one thing I should say before we get into these stats is CNFT analytics has been a little bit off sometimes. Like I remember looking at the floor price on a few projects. It was just inaccurate. So just be careful of that. But let's go to top projects. And then let's let's check out all the different stats here that we got. So for ADA volume, we have the top 14. And we got Claymates, Cardano Space, Beyond Rockets, Buy Finance, Old Money, the Hoskinsons, Vintage Project, Gingerbread Squad. Cheeky uh, Units, Carta City, Crypto Doggies, Celebrity Punks, Cardano Waifus, Anime Project, Daily Dose. <clears throat> For NFT volume, Claymates, Crypto Doggies, The Hoskinsons, Vintage, Carta City, Beyond Rockets, Cardano Waifus, Cardano Space, Daily Dose, Gingerbread Squad, Celebrity Punks, Bizarre Stars, Cheeky, uh, Unz, if I'm saying that right, Unz, Unz, <laughs> um, Vi Finance. I probably scared some people 
there. Old money. So why don't we just, uh, before we go into CNFT, because they had a new update that I want to show you guys and girls. Yummy Universe, Lion Legends. I'm still bullish on Lion Legends. In the short to midterm, I think long term they need some more utility, but the artwork is outstandingly 3D. I think that that's a differentiator. There's not a lot of 3D projects in the grand scheme of things. So for every 10 art PNG two-dimensional projects, there's only a 3D PNG type of file going on. So a 10 to 1 ratio, I would say. Zombie Chains has just taken up Twitter profiles by storm. Whenever I go into Cardano Coffee in the morning or, or talk Cardano to me in Twitter spaces, a lot of zombie chain Twitter profiles listening in the chat, speaking in the chat. Claymates, another one. A lot of Twitter profiles. That's how it's so crazy. That's how you kind of can distinguish in a way which projects. If you see some, if you see like 20 profile pictures and you're an avid Twitter guy or gal and you're going on Twitter a lot and all of a sudden you see that 20 or 30 of the big names that you follow in Cardano's like CNFT space have changed their Twitter profiles to something that's a really great indicator that that's like a new project to check out. Vuda Brigada, Clumsy Ghosts, Pavia, huge fan of Pavia. I really hope that it works out. Lunars, Deep Vision, DGen Crypto Club, now it's like at the ADA volume. Claymates, Zombie Chains, Lion Legends, Yummy Universe, Dead Pixels. This is the weekly chart. Uh, Clumsy Ghosts, Berry, Voodoo Brigada, Unsigned Algo, Space Buds. Then the monthly, of course, we got our blue chips here. So Lion Legends makes it in for ADA volume in the last month. That's interesting. Uh, Pavia. Zombie Chains, Dead Pixels, of course, Yummy Universe, Space Buds, of course, Claymates, of course. So that's pretty much it. Dirt Birds, Top 10, let's go. Ada Ninjas, Top 10, let's go. Um, had Dirt Birds, Ada Ninjas, and Dead Pixels all on the channel. And later today, I'll be having uh, Hype Skulls on the channel. Who wants to talk about something... Very, you know, they got they got some next level art. So here they are right there. Um, let's see here. Cypher kicks clocking in at 26. So I think we can go now and just have some fun. Let me show you some of these new features. Let's take a project that I haven't really gotten a chance to look at. I like to go in the 24 hour because it kind of shows... I can't believe crypto doggies. I kind of, I'm curious what's going on with crypto doggies. Oh, the total sales. There's only, okay, that makes sense. So that's in real time. That's being updated. So let's go to the weekly then. Voodoo Brigada. Clumsy Ghosts. Let's check out those two. Let me just write those down because I want to look at some projects that I haven't had a chance to really dive into. Just from a, you know, first reaction point of view, kind of standard. So that's great. So we got, um, let's check out Zombie Chains as well. 
Voodoo Brigada. We've seen those pop up here and there on Twitter. But be careful because sometimes what, why a project is in the top 10 is not necessarily because of their stunning growth. Sometimes it's just because there's been a lot of cells. So that's why you also want to look at ADA volume. And ADA volume can be a little misleading too because what ADA volume refers to is just the general volume of ADA. But what happens if one of the rarest NFTs gets you know, sold, right? Then that's like a huge outlier for it that can really mess up the, the data. So that's why up there in the both, ADA volume, like for ADA volume last week, we got, you know, a lot of blue chips. But Clumsy Ghost makes it in both. So we'll check out Clumsy Ghost. Let's just see for reference what they have here for Clumsy Ghost, by the way. Clumsy Ghost. I did hear that these ghosts are, you know, really just freaking clumsy. They're like tripping, dropping stuff. If you throw them something, they'll hot potato it until it hits the ground. So now let's go to um, project stats. Okay, so that doesn't really tell me much. What we want to look at here is maybe the floor price. Okay, so we had a pretty high floor price drop pretty dramatically. But now we can see it steadily rising. So we'll check it out because that could be an indicator that things might be happening. Also, I don't know if there's multiple NFT sets in Clumsy Ghost, so we're going to have to look at that too. So let's take a look. So Zombie Chains... These are the ones that I've been seeing. I could see this one be interesting because Christmas is around the corner. What you want to do if you're new to looking at CNFTs is just head on over to the marketplace. And then what I like to do is I like to sort by project first. So let's go to zombie chains. Okay. And then what I like to do is I like to go here and, oh, maybe I'm high, yep. <laughs> I like to go low to high. So we got some Russian hat zombies, I guess. So these guys are interesting. Now what I like to do too, by the way, is something like this. Because what's great about this new update is you can see what's recently sold. By clicking out of all these other things. And this is what I used to do with uh, sports cards and what I'm now doing with Pokemon cards too. 
which I might show on my channel because it's also an alternative investment that I think will go up. There's some ancient Mew Pokemon cards graded PSA 10. You can get them between 300 and 500 bucks right now at fair market value. Guys, these things are limited in supply. There's not too many. And I just think that they're a really wise investment. I'm actually going to be trying to collect a bunch of them pretty soon. Um, maybe I'll do that on my channel too, because I've, I've made a lot of money from selling sports cards for on eBay. So this is kind of what really resonates with me when we go to recently sold, we get to see kind of, okay. So these, let me just make sure that I got this here. Yeah. So these were all, or these were auctions. I'm pretty sure, which is a good sign. This means that there is some opportunity for arbitrage. And when we say what pertains to like the floor price, the one thing that I don't like about this, so I guess this is, goes in order. This might be going in order. Look at this one. I can't believe this one sold for nine ADA. I wish we could like see when this happens. So there are still some bugs. But the reason why I'm thinking that this is not going in, um, this is going in order, I mean, is because if we look at low to high, it should be sorting from the lowest sale to highest. But that wouldn't make sense because you could technically go back like 10 days to find the lowest sale. So there's no time parameter. So I think what they should also do is add another sorting object where you can click on it and it will say 24 hours, last 24 hours, last week, last, you know, and, and get some dates and see when things were sold, you know, cause that's like, that's kind of tough when you can't. Other than that, I'm, I'm happy they added this feature. I'm a huge fan of cnft.io. I'm a huge fan of them. I think that they're doing an incredible job and I'm just going to support them. Keep it up. That's all I'm going to say to them. Okay. Let's go to uh, the clumsiest of the ghosts just to see what the heck is going on. Am I spelling this right? Yeah. I'm the worst speller guys. I have ADHD and I think very quickly. So sometimes when I'm typing stuff, it just it goes by really freaking quick. So. Okay, so we don't have the recently sold filter on anymore. So what you're seeing right now is the floor price. They've also added this auction feature, which I think is pretty darn cool. What's interesting about this though, a lot of internal errors. I wonder why. Okay, let's apply that. Oh, okay, okay. So that's what was happening. So there was a lag right there. That was another technical error where basically I essentially had the recently sold filter on before and then all these were checked on when I reloaded the page and then boom, all of a sudden we couldn't apply. We had to click the apply button to actually add these back on. So the, the floor price is actually this. Now, if we look at these trades, they're very interesting some gaming, some working out. Very cute. I don't know what the utility is, but these look very gamified to me. So no pun intended. 
So honestly, I don't know. I might I might have to snag one. I like the ones with the controllers in their hands, right off the right off the rip, as as they used to say. All right. And what was the other one that I want to look at today? Voodoo Brigada. I'll do a full in-depth project review of these three just because why not? And I might not, but I, I, I'll look into them. And if I think they have something cool, I'll probably put post it this weekend. Okay, before we get into Voodoo Brigada, let me just real quick also just share with you guys a little sneak peek of something. So this, as you guys may or may not know, this is my sponsor, Score Milk. And they've been slowly but steadily rolling out some new features. And they're pretty close to launching. Okay. So they've rolled out. We have some exciting developments on the staking front. Last week, we shared that the staking contract was going to be ready on the heels of the version 0.5. So now you can stake your milk tokens, okay? So this was something people were asking me about because some people wanted to basically buy some milk tokens and stake them. And I believe if you can't stake them just yet, you will be able to once they launch 0.5. And if you don't know about score milk, let me just tell you another thing too, because I'm going to try to get them on, but they want to, I think they want to launch their next version, which I believe is 0.5. Um, but they'll correct me if I'm wrong on, on that. And I'll, and I'll bring you guys the point. The point is this, this uh, brand right here, what they, they've been in crypto for like a very long time to almost two and a half years. It's a great platform for developers and player and gamers you can go ahead and head against other play to earn gamers, kind of put up a pot almost. <laughs> and in a way it's, it's like poker, but you, it's skill-based games that you're kind of betting on. So you can put up a hundred Tron. The other player puts up a hundred Tron. The winner gets the pot minus some fees, like maybe 10% or so, whatever is in the white paper. And basically those fees actually go to the developer of the game, which I'll talk about in a second and score most platform. So if you're a developer, you don't have to worry about all the business side you or you don't have to worry about just being paid off salary. If you develop a game for score milk, what's great about it. Boom. Now you're getting passive income every time somebody plays your game. So just a quick shout out to score milk. All right. So going back to voodoo dolls, looks like the floor price is actually pretty low. Let's just make sure that we got the uh, right filters applied. So you can tell that the right filters applied because there's still time left. If you notice before, there was no time left on these auctions. So be careful when you look at the auctions because the first real floor price is probably going to be the one that is not an auction. So we see 20, 29 ADA, we see 30 ADA. Those are some that are not auctions. I think one tip I'll give you if you're going to do an auction and I've seen this real, and we used to do this in eBay is if you have like uh, NFT that you think is, you know, going to sell at market value pretty quickly. Here's my recommendation. Start the price incredibly low. Okay. Start it incredibly low. 
And you got to be sure that it's going to sell though. And there's going to be a lot of demand on it. And what will end up happening is you'll end up probably selling it for a lot more money than fair market value, just because everyone's going to be interested in getting that NFT. I'm not, I haven't tested this yet on NFTs. I probably will. And I'll update you on my progress, my different strategies, but it's what we did in real estate. When I used to list houses as a realtor back in the day, <laughs> I got into real estate to learn about investment real estate. And I ended up becoming a salesperson for a while, but that also taught me a lot of stuff. It's just, I also learned about, I had investment real estate clients, but I'll tell you, you gotta, you gotta see a lot of properties for invest, for your investor real estate people in a hot market before they can really pick and choose, or you just got a cold call. There was times where we did that too and got, got lucky. Um, not lucky. Actually, we, we, we had to make up like hundreds of calls before we found a house that was ready to sell or wasn't listed. That was perfect for an investor, but hard work. All right. So anyways, let's go back here. Let's go to, um, This was one I told you guys about 40 ADA. <laughs> so we'll go to floor price, okay? Now, don't look at the dings. That's not, that's not the real deal. We're going to look for the first dead pixel. Don't look at the soge, as I call it, the, the suge. Look at this floor price, guys and girls. Now, the other day, it was at 1,200 ADA, so it probably retraced a bit. Guys, this is a blue chip in the space. And the reason why is it's not just a JPEG. These are interactive NFTs. These are the first interactive NFTs on the Cardano blockchain. They're built with uh, IPFS. So it's like it's like your own website is, is holding one of these and owning one of these. You can put it onto your screen. You can put it onto your TV. You can advertise it onto, gosh, I don't know, a Yankee game stadium. Because of the way that these are built, you can't do that with a normal JPEG. There is a difference. I did a full interview with the founder of this project. You should go check that out. I will co-sign that all day because I do believe in its long-term longevity. And I do have a dead pixel. So just remember, I have a dead pixel. And that's kind of full disclosure there. Another project that I'd love to check out is Pavia because I have some land for Pavia. And it's been going up. Oh, look at that. It's been going up. So I bought it around 130 ADA. But I cherry picked my land, meaning I didn't buy floor because I was trying to buy close to the plaza. So I had to buy a lot more. But I would think that the ones with the, um, you know, closer to the land or the ones that were the floor price closer to the land at the time, and I mean like three or four pixels in proximity to the central plaza. And I'm not saying that other land isn't valuable because somebody made a very good point on my channel saying that we don't know the topography. So even if you're in the outskirts of the map on the Pavia metaverse, then you could potentially be on a hill overlooking the city, which would be prime time real estate. But what I can tell you is this, in terms of price point, it was a lot more expensive to be like, you know, away from the, or I mean, four pixels to the map. I mean, I was looking at a 500 to 750 eight of floor price respectively. So 
I didn't always get those, but I, I got five pieces. I think I have one that's that close. The other ones are between floor and outskirts and just other close to the water. I didn't get any waterfront. I'd love to get some waterfront, but not yet. <laughs> I'm not, that's a little too big of a risk for my portfolio at the moment because those things are selling for a lot. Um, why don't we end it there? And I think that was a good video, good update on CNFT's update. They got some work to do still, but I love what they're doing. It's going to take time. Keep it up. For everyone in the Twitter spaces, thank you for sharing all your valuable knowledge on stake pool, nodes, things of that nature. Um, I will be probably opening up my own stake pool. I'm just talking to a guy that is like, right now he's also a, a software engineer. So he's a, he's a developer. Good buddy of mine, long-term, you know, we've always wanted to do something. And just making sure that we set everything up properly in the most safe way before we, you know, market and advertise it. But I'm learning a lot over there and, and he already kind of speaks that language. So he's learning from, from you guys too. And that's great. Um, I'd rather invest up front to make sure that our thing is as legit as possible. So that's what we're doing. We've been doing it for a few weeks now, just R and Ding making sure we already have the equipment. It's just a matter of, we have the nodes set up, just a matter of a few other things, but we will let you know. Other than that, that's Jay Crypto. As always, I appreciate you guys and girls, any CNFT people. Thanks for watching. Take care.